Now, um, we'll come back to your calls a little later on, obviously, but this court case is fascinating, the one between the independent MP for Kuyong, Dr Monique Ryan, and her chief of staff, Sally Rugg. I tell you what, didn't it ramp up over the weekend? Uh, Rugg, who's suing Ryan for uh, serious contraventions of workplace law, uh, has provided some real examples. And uh, I guess it begs the question, what are the expectations in the workplace? And it does open up a much bigger conversation. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. One double three six nine three. I mean, is it appropriate, for example, for an employer to ask an employer to join them on a weekend fun run? Uh, is it appropriate for your employer to text you on a Sunday morning? Uh, let us know one double three six nine three, and what what what's uh, like an acceptable number of hours that you might work through the week? Uh, I, I don't mind working on days off, uh, but you just want to thank you. That's all you want. I mean, if you do something above and beyond, all you want is for your boss to acknowledge that and say thank you. Uh, some bosses don't. One double three six nine three is the number. Dr. Libby Sander is assistant professor of organisational behaviour at Bond University, an expert in the workplace patterns. Good morning to you. Good morning, Tony. So, without sort of talking about this particular court case per se, just generally speaking, I mean, is it acceptable for a, an employer to text their employees on a Sunday morning or at any time over the weekend if they're not actually rostered on? Look, there's been a lot of discussion about this and, you know, talk about the right to disconnect from work, especially with, you know, like police and teachers where, you know, they are constantly being sort of the boundaries encroached about work. And so, look, it depends on the nature of the job, um, you know, what the contract is, but where we're seeing, you know, an increase in excessive work hours and technology making it hard for people to switch off, this is becoming a pretty widespread issue. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, what, what do you say, though, in that situation? Like, if you say, look, I'd rather you not contact me over the weekend, I don't think there'd be too many bosses that would put up with that. Well, I think that's probably where it gets into the unreasonable territory because the Fair Work Act in 2009 says, you know, 38 hours a week are reasonable. Beyond that, it sort of depends on a range of factors, including the nature of the job, um, you know, the salary and things like that. But I think, you know, if you are working a an office job um, where most of your work is done between office hours from a Monday to Friday, I don't think that it's reasonable that employers, are, employees are expected to, you know, answer emails, answer phone calls, um, you know, on a regular basis on the weekend. And we're seeing, you know, a move towards actually putting that into contracts and putting that into, um, you know, efforts to enshrine that right for people to switch off. Because working more than 10 hours a day, um, you know, has been shown to increase on a regular basis, increase your risk of stroke by 29%. Um, and with around a third of, you know, half of Australians reporting burnout, you know, this is a really significant issue, people leaving the workforce and then we don't have the, the labour force available to the, do the work we need done. What, what about things, and this is sort of talking about the, the court case per se, um, about the fun run where, the, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, <laughs> you're coming on a run with me. <laughs> Uh, I think this is a little bit like the forced pizza parties we've seen with, uh, you know, the forced fun in the office, trying to get people back into the office. Um, Look, is it a requirement of the job? What are the expectations? I think it depends on, you know, what that job is. But I think forcing people to do any particular activity, um, especially one that is actually going for a run, um, you know, there may be reasons why they can't or don't want to do that. Um, I think that gets a little bit uncomfortable. And do you, do you think also a lot of people are going above and beyond what is expected of them from an, an hours per week point of view just to keep their job? Do you, do you find that some bosses might just sort of have their employees over a barrel? 
Absolutely. And look, this is not a new issue in Australia. Uh, you know, going back several years now, Australia was in the bottom third of OECD countries for working long work hours. Um, we do have a culture of, of long work and overwork. And, uh, you know, that's when it happens on a regular basis, when you're hearing about people working 65, 70 hours a week, that's not good for anyone. It's not sustainable. Um, it leads to these kind of issues that we're seeing in this particular case. And, you know, employers, you know, best case, the employee's going to leave. At worst case, they might sue them. And so, you know, that doesn't really help anybody. And I guess this is why more and more we're seeing, you know, HR departments sort of expanding by the day almost. Absolutely. You know, people are more aware of work-life balance and, you know, just how much what work role plays in their life after COVID and, you know, whether or not they're happy continuing to work these very long work hours. You know, maybe there's another pandemic around the corner. Let's hope not. And people are prioritising, you know, rightly their mental and physical health and also just the ability to switch off and spend time with their families. And I think, you know, certainly if we're looking at what's reasonable, every employee should have the right to do that. Yeah. All right, Libby, nice to talk to you. You too. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. Dr Libby Sander joining us there, as I said, Assistant Professor of Organisational Behaviour at Bond University. It's, de- it's definitely a generational thing. I mean, I would class myself as old school, uh, same as Neil, for example, whereby you just were. I mean, if, if the boss sort of approaches you on a weekend and wants you to do something, more often than not, you would actually do it. And you would expect to be able to actually have contact with uh, colleagues at the same time, whether they're on a day off or not. So, you know, that's old school, but sort of new school thinking goes against that. And it's almost like, how dare you? How dare you? dare you ring me on a day off or text me? So let us know what you're seeing. I mean, if you're someone who's sort of in an older generation in the workplace, are you finding that there's this huge generational gap between you and some of the younger workers who do it by the book and uh, they know what their entitlements are to the letter?